0: gentlemen
1: boys and girls children of all ages i'm as mad as hell and i'm not gonna take this anymore i'm gonna show the whole world why i was the unscripted uncensored loose cannon of commentary i'm back baby
0: broadcasting from manchester in the united kingdom this is the aaron meta show Is this Monday?
1: Uh, it certainly is Monday. Uh, it doesn't feel like Monday, but here we are. Yeah,
0: here we are on uh, Monday, which is uh, very strange, which is why uh, Blue Monday is playing. So, uh, yes. But anyway, you're listening to the Arameta and Harry Dyer show. Uh, it is the 28th of uh, September of 2015. Uh, We've been gone a very long while, so uh, hello, everybody. We're back. We're alive. Uh, you know, yep. we're uh, We're still going. And it's so, still ha- functioning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Harry, how's your uh, how's your week? Well, your last couple of weeks been.
1: Uh, it's been good, man. Yeah, um, I got back last night, very, very, very late. technically, the early hours of this morning. Oh uh, Jesus! From the Portsmouth Film Festival, where uh, I've been since last Friday. Uh, we went there with the film uh, that I was involved with. I wrote uh, or co-wrote and was in it. Uh, called The Loudest Minds. Uh, This was its last festival before we uh, sort of retire it and pop it online for people to view. And uh, I'm happy to say that uh, we were able to pick up uh, an award for Best Director, uh, which went to my good friend uh, and uh, sort of creative co-worker, uh, Mr. John Gray. So, uh, very happy about that, to get one final award before it, uh, before it retired. And, uh, yeah, then we drove back from Portsmouth to Manchester. Uh, I think we sort of hit the motorway by about, um, God, 1 o'clock in the morning.
0: Oh, man, how long was the trip?
1: Uh, it was about uh, four hours, and we did have to stop to get petrol. But one thing that did happen on the long journey home Uh, was that we were able to see the Blood Moon Eclipse.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Which uh, I didn't even realise was happening. (laughs) Yeah,
0: well, i tell you uh, what most people were telling me. I was actually keeping an eye on Facebook for it because there were some people who were trying to get a glimpse of it themselves, but apparently it was cloudy night, so a lot of people didn't actually get to see it.
1: Well, where we were, uh, it was clear sky, so we saw the whole thing in its entirety. Uh, And it actually started earlier than I think they'd said. Um, So... Yeah, and I, I sort of noticed at first. I was like, I'm sure it was a full moon when we set off, and John sort of said, oh, yeah, it's the, uh, it's the lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. So as we were driving, whenever it was sort of in my peripherals, I was able to kind of have a quick glance and see it. But, yeah, it looked really cool. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, suffice to say, I got back super early this morning and crashed out, and uh, uh, and I've not really been doing much today other than sorting out uh a few sort of financial bits and pieces, and then I'm off back down to London tomorrow for uh, a promotional work day.
0: Oh man, I tell you what, you know, all, all the work that you do, it's like, you know, I'm really. It's one of these days, you got to go home from an award ceremony, and like uh, some guy says, you know, congratulations, you've just won
1: $1 million.
0: Uh, oh god i wish yeah uh, yeah we all <laughs> i wish. really wish but uh, yeah i think i mean for uh, for those of you who do not know i mean uh, we've been off of the air for a good couple of weeks now and the reason that was is because obviously the first weekend that uh, we decided not to do a show is because i flew out to villamora in portugal so obviously i couldn't take my uh, radio equipment with me and uh, for those of you who do not know i've decided i've ditched my laptop now i'm now a tablet guy so uh, i now have my uh, My tablet and I just kind of do all my stuff on that and unfortunately it doesn't have any uh, radio producing facilities really unless you count the uh, little microphone on it really. Which really isn't into professional quality like you get on the show right now so I didn't bother with making a show on that weekend. Now what happened the following weekend was that uh, I, for those of you who do not know, I got back very late and I'll tell you what, uh, I have told this story about, uh, did I ever tell you the story about my uh, five hour flight from New York to Manchester? I don't think I ever do, uh, don't know if I ever no, did on the show. No, this okay, story. this this was the most horrendous um, uh, flight that I have ever been in in my entire life. This was the flight that I tried to sleep on, and because uh, I knew that I wasn't going to get those hours back uh, when I when I got back, so I thought, okay, then I will um, uh, try and get some sleep on the plane. I thought, oh, this is going to be a seven-hour, you know, flight. You know, it's going to be a massive flight. You know, there's no way I'm going to be. Uh, uh, I, I'm going to catch all my seven hours that I need, because I can't sleep seven hours. If I get seven hours, I'm good. But, uh, so, I got on the plane, and uh, the captain announces that this is going to be a five-hour trip. So, already, this is going to, you know, I, you know my, uh, my heart was beating, thinking, you know, oh, God, I'm not going to do very well on this flight. So, I try, I cover up my eyes, I, I hide myself in my fleece, and I try and get some sleep. Then I'm woken up by the uh, the flight attendant. Asking, you know, do I want chicken or pasta to eat? And I'm like, cool. do you really think I want to eat something right now? It's like, you've yeah. got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah, so, and, y- and let's
1: be honest, that is neither uh, chicken <laughs> nor pasta. No. It's uh, reconstituted plastic, I think.
0: Yeah, it is. And so, yeah, I got my reconstituted plastic and I went back to sleep again. So, <laughs> I, so, I just, um, so that was the most horrendous flight. But, oh, my goodness, this flight... From and this was only a three-hour flight. This flight from I got from uh, Faro in Portugal to Manchester uh, was the one that left on what nine o'clock in the evening, and then get then landed at about half twelve midnight. And there were kids on the plane.
1: Oh God,
0: no! <laughs> Why? It's like you know, you you put your kids through, and I'm talking about you know like three, four-year-olds, you know, kids who aren't ready for school yet, things like that. And you know, you put them on that flight. And what, you know, the, now to be fair, you know, these are new parents that, you know, were hoping to have, like have, a, like, a little holiday adventure with their, with their new child, but, you know, it was, it wasn't, that was not the way you do it. It's like, you know, it's like putting them on a three-hour trip during the night and thinking, oh, they're going to sleep on a plane.
1: You yeah, know, cause, no chance. Because <laughs> I did a really
0: great job of sleeping on that, on those five, on, you know, uh, be eating chicken for the, you know, for five hours or something like that. You know, I, I did really well on that flight. what do you think of a, a two or three year old's gonna gonna last for?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty bad. That right? yeah.
0: So that's the reason we didn't have the other show, because on the Sunday that we landed, actually on top of that as well, my phone didn't work, so I had no way of getting a ride back until, you know, two or maybe one or two hours later, and so I ended up coming back at like 3 o'clock in the morning, uh, when I finally got back and, you know, after having a flight, and I slept pretty much throughout the entire morning, I didn't really wake up until like, you know, 4 or 5 in the afternoon. So it was a horrendous um, uh, day on on Sunday trying to catch up all that back and knowing that I was going to go back to work on the Monday. So it was impossible to think of possibly doing a show uh, that time around. So unfortunately that didn't happen. Then the next weekend uh, I had work. Uh, you know, this, this weekend, the reason we're now doing this on Mondays is because I've now got work on on the weekend. And uh, then on the Sunday of that, I fell ill. And then I uh, was a Harry was obviously in Portsmouth. So there's no way we could do a show then. So that's what leads us to now uh, on the 20th of September. And so <laughs> uh, shall we get through the news and uh, tell you what's going on and everything? So Yeah, yeah, let's start. OK, let's talk about uh, water, which they have now found uh, apparently on Mars.
1: Yeah, this is uh, breaking news. Um, Yeah, apparently the NASA scientists, after their uh, long stint of probing around, uh, appear to have found um, salt water uh, on the surface of Mars.
0: Yeah, uh, so you know, there's NASA scientists, you know, they're pretty bright people, and uh, as the Red versus Blue likes to call them the most voyeuristic nerds in the universe. But <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, it's like with their, uh, they've managed to f- pull off this great discovery. And to be honest with you, in a way, it was, uh, I'd say it, it was, I don't know, is it really disappointing given the way, the fact that, uh, you know, okay, obviously the Daily Mail and the Daily Express always blow things way out of proportions. And they were, like, reporting, like, you know, like there was life or something like that on Mars or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah,
1: well, of course they're never going to, that that's never going to be the case is it you know like i had a few people saying oh i wonder if it is going to be a case that they found life i mean if it was going to be a case that they'd found any kind of life it would have most likely been you know something really small scale like you know we're talking sort of single cell levels but even then that would be you know super impressive you know that would start flagging up all kinds of questions you know if they'd found life but obviously uh it's just water salt yeah. water so yeah, uh, let's keep this,
0: that... this in mind there's nothing really alive uh, at least as far as we know on this planet because it is just kind of like what is it carbon dioxide and uh you know kind of yeah. waste gases really rather than on it's, Mars?
1: it's not really the best um atmosphere to support life um you know like i said there's not really any Air to breathe, although saying that obviously we have plants that breathe in, uh, you know, carbon dioxide, but then they need, you know, sort of nourishment from the earth and and the water. And, uh, you know, as far as we know, plants here don't like salt water very much, um, and the soil is uh, a lot nicer for them to take root in, whereas on Mars, uh, you know, it's for better use of a word. Uh, kind of like wasteland really yeah um, i tell you what got-
0: though you know for those of you who were disappointed at the fact that they only just found water let me tell you something there will be life on mars one day we might be there oh actually i'll tell you what, i take that back we apparently we are supposed to be there
1: yeah uh, in a exactly. couple
0: of years time so when they uh, send that those people on the one-way trip to mars so yeah uh, you know, one day four, we'll be there
1: yeah four years i think this is it's, isn't it four years it should take to get to Mars on one of these colony ships?
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean I don't know how many people they're putting on this ship. I'm assuming they're do they're going to do enough to uh, you know let's say they do find people to like sustain life there, that they're going to at least try and do- I tell you what they'll do like one group of people. Then maybe you know some other group of people with some like technology or whatever to uh, kind of give them a link back to uh, to you know wouldn't that be more intelligent to do basically send people over there to somewhat colonize the planet to uh you know uh, i guess kind of expand in a way well i
1: mean you would hope that the people that they're choosing to go up there are you know that they're sort of a a good a good selection (laughs) yeah you know you don't you don't want to sort of send up uh people who you know gonna start fighting on Mars.
0: <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Um, hopefully but, that won't happen, but you know. You know I
1: mean, I, I I you know, obviously they're not trying to create a new master race on another planet because there's not going to be much to to do up there, but um, but I you know, you would think that they would choose people who would be able to handle the prospect of, you know, leaving not just leaving their family, leaving the planet and yeah. going and living on another planet, you know, and in a case of hopping on Easy Jet and coming back whenever you feel like it, you know, it's it's that's it. It's gonna be a pretty long slog until oh, that- maybe at some point in the future they develop faster ships to get to and from planets, you know? Well, it I, looks I, I like don't it's know, it's like, there. you
0: know, because if you think about it, um, I mean, if, you, if you're if you on a big red planet with pretty much not much to do, except with, you know, the daily chores, you know, there's... there's well, the likelihood is that uh, they're going to want to, you know, maybe reproduce in some way, or, you know, obviously the urges will be there. So, you know, it's like we may... You know, depending on what happens, you know, we may not just end up with, like, these couple of people, we might end up with, some, like, more people, dare I say, even someone born on Mars. You know, there's a lot of possibility out there, you know, so... Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, they were saying that on one of these uh, lists of incredible things of like, you know, at some point, uh, passports and birth certificates are going to have to be altered to say planet of birth, you know? So, yeah, isn't that um, Interesting. That's no, amazing. you can still say
0: place of birth. It's like, you know, it's just, you know, you have to, instead of putting it, you know, underneath, uh, you know, like Olympus Mons on Mars or whatever, you know, uh, you know, on. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's amazing the the leaps that we're making in technology. Uh, I just hope that uh, the human race behaves itself so that we can, you know, hopefully one day spread ourselves further than uh, further than the planet Earth. Well, without, I think I think it's going to hopefully... happen.
0: You know, the the the, the, the apparently the the is all being laid towards us, isn't it? So, uh, likely yeah. it is we're gonna there's probably going to be people that they're drinking the water on Mars somewhere down somewhere down well, the line. So.
1: Yeah, as long as uh, they aren't met with the same fate as the guys who did it in uh, Doctor Who, then, um, you know, that's fine. But oh, I yeah. certainly don't like... You know, we don't want uh, a ship to land back on Earth after a few years. But my disappointment... Uh, I,
0: I would be disappointed yeah, if it ended up like total... Sorry, I'd I be disappointed if it ended up like total recall.
1: Oh, yeah, just what? Like Mars kind of becomes like Soho or something. Yeah,
0: it ends up being kind of like, you know, just this, uh, you know, trashy place, but... Uh,
1: with three three titted women and uh, yeah and sort of yeah. back alleys and
0: things Could oh, be. Hell, what what if it turns into doom? Like Oh god. That, yeah, that would a be portal bad. To, <laughs> that would be a portal bad. To
1: hell opened yeah. on Mars. <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah. if anything it's just going to be uh, it's probably just going to be annoying for people's knees because I remember someone saying about how the gravity on Mars is slightly different so you know over time it would, uh, you know, it would do your joints uh, a bit of damage. But Mm. uh, who knows? I mean, you know, they need to... This is the thing, like, there's a lot of people wanting to go to Mars, but I'm assuming they're going to have to, like, build some kind of centre or, you know, colony building for them to go and live on, you know, rather than just a ship full of people turn (laughs) up. It's kind of like... Well, I mean, they're
0: they're going to send send things with the people to, like, uh, you know, obviously land on the planet and stuff like that. So I'm assuming they're going to, like send uh you know you know like um uh spacecraft or whatever to like convert into whatever so you mm-hmm. know it's like you know they can put uh you think about like you know like these little bases on Mars and like things like that obviously we can we can do something like that so uh, obviously it'd be like tiny tiny little little living space obviously but uh, kind of like you know the genie yeah. in Aladdin but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
1: i it could it could be the next thing in reality tv you know the big brother on Mars
0: oh it will be you know, like, yeah. apparently that's one of the uh, ideas behind it. The way it's going to get funded is it's going to make, like, billions of dollars in, like, TV revenue. So wow. so people on Mars, but, uh, you know, uh, I hope they find some stuff for them to do for it to be a, a successful television show. You know, it's like, you, know, you yeah. can take a concept, but you've got to make it entertaining. That's what. That, yeah, that's thing, exactly,
1: so. yeah. Day 506 in the house, and they've not done anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Except reproduce. Uh,
1: Reprodu- yeah. yeah. Well I'd uh, tune in to see that maybe. Yeah.
0: Eat, reproduce, survive. Eat, reproduce, yeah. survive. <laughs> That's not a television show.
1: <laughs> Alright.
0: Okay. But, um, uh,
1: but yeah, so cool. Good uh, good good news for Mars.
0: Mm-hmm, good news for Mars, yeah. You have water.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
0: um Nickelodeon, um, have you heard about the splat?
1: Uh, the Splat. Uh, no, please tell me. Okay,
0: let me tell you what it is. Uh, Teen Nick is rolling out The Splat next month. Uh, it's going to be an eight-hour block that will play 90s hit shows, including All That, Cat, Dog, Hey Arnold, Kenan and Kel, and The Rugrats.
1: Oh, yes, sorry, no, I did see this. I just didn't realise it was called The Splat. Yeah, Yeah. it's a channel dedicated purely to... Well, uh, apparently they're
0: walking it back a little bit. Apparently now it's going to be this eight-hour block. So what I think they're doing is, I think they're testing the waters again, kind of like what they did with the 90s or all that. So Mm -hmm. they're going to put this eight-hour block in from 10pm onwards, to uh for you know the millennials to kind of tune in and remember the good old days and if it becomes successful kind of way the 90s of all that has become successful then yeah i think it's going to jump uh, it's going to jump into its own um its own presence if you will so but to be honest with you i mean why um i mean why not go ahead go with the times and say okay well with our new uh, nickelodeon streaming service why not just have like a splash section where you can watch all your all your old shows again yeah, so.
1: absolutely. You know, it's like on Netflix when you can sort of go and watch the uh the older the older shows like Power Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean absolutely why not have, you know, our Real Monsters on stream, you know, and stream the whole series.
0: Because it's like I'm I'm really great that I'm really happy that they're doing this. Because do you remember a couple of episodes ago that I was talking about? You know, Nickelodeon is making a big mistake about only aiming to the six to eleven kid demographic, and that you know there is this whole bunch of uh, millennials who still admire Nickelodeon from all those years ago, still admire stuff like "Salute Your Shorts" and "Hey Arnold" and "Doug" and things like that. I mean. Uh, so for the fact that they're now going in this direction, this is a really good move for them. And uh, it's going to have, uh, you know, Cartoon Network and Disney, uh, you know, looking at this and thinking, you know, well, Disney aren't going to care because obviously they now own Marvel and pretty much, you know, own this huge amount of media. So they'll win no matter what they do. But yeah. uh, in regards to Cartoon Network, this is going to be interesting uh, time for them because, uh, you know, the Adult Swim lineup's is going to have to get... if this you know continues on to be something that if this plot evolves into you know like this uh you know really impressive looking goo you know of like uh, you know shows coming back and new material now being brought out for you know the uh, the 20 year old to 30 year old demographic you know this could give uh, cartoon network uh, something to think about so for example you know the adult swim uh, section is probably going to have to get stronger. They're going to have to consider, you know, um, now having to... Because you know, at the moment, they, they've been, they're have really not really concentrating on cartoons that much anymore. They've been concentr- concentrating on sitcoms. And so now mm-hmm. they may have to walk that back a little bit. So it may force uh, other ch- other cartoon and other um, uh, kids sh- kids channels that still have that uh, appreciation uh, from the 2030-year demographic. It's going to have to walk them back a little bit, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's uh, it would certainly you know it would certainly makes
0: sense. Oh, I think we just lost Harry.
1: To um, yeah. to take that into consideration, uh, if if oh no, I'm still here. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, I thought, I thought we, we lost you just can then. Can yeah, you hear me? Yeah, we can, no, I, we no, can no. hear you. Sorry, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah cool. sorry, I'll I'll just repeat what I said then. Okay. Um, yeah, sorry, I was saying. Um, well, it would it would make sense, um, you know, considering. What you've just said about uh, about the Nick Channel, uh, yeah, of course, you know they they should they should take it into consideration. Like we've like we've said many times on this show, if there's an audience still there, who are prepared? Nope. Oh. To,
0: I think we just sorry, Harry. I think we just lost you again. Um, he's just gone dead. Internet connection problems, and he's gone. Um let me just see if I can try and get him back on. Um I don't know why that happened. I think think she's trying to call back in again. Hello? Hi, are you there? Hello?
1: Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah.
0: that was a bit weird. Okay, uh, yeah, sorry. I uh, go on uh, go on with what you were saying.
1: Yes, sorry. Um but Yeah, basically, um yeah, taking into consideration what you just said, um, I think it would certainly be worth these guys bearing this in mind for uh, some of their older shows. Because if this uh, the Nick Channel idea is, uh, you know, what they're planning to do is
0: successful, and we lost him again. Um, let me just see. I tell you what, this is very weird. I don't know why. Um, and also, I've just lost connection with. Uh, with Skype, so uh, I don't know why this is happening. Let me just let me just close. Hello. That. Hi Harry. Um, I think what what's happening is I think uh, for some reason Skype's dropping in and out. So uh, uh, I don't know Hi. why that's why that's happening. Um, yeah, because I can
1: I can still hear you. Yeah.
0: But uh, but yeah. Yeah. You,
1: you just keep losing me.
0: Yeah, I don't know why that is. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's actually saying uh, your connection is slow. How can that? How can that be? Oh wait, internet connection is fast. Harry, can you hear me?
1: Yes, yes, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's
0: just because uh, what happens is is that uh, I know Skype's been having some problems recently. So yeah. uh, I mean, obviously the connection seems to be dropping in and out. So it seems to be okay now. So uh, anyway, um, so, so so sorry. Girl, you were saying that uh, based on what I was saying, you were yeah. saying uh, what was it again?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Based on what you were saying, if the uh, if what the guys with the Nick channel are doing. Are successful um, you know then the uh, the other guys like Cartoon Network would certainly be worth bearing it in mind in terms of like you know if there is still an audience out there who um, would be wanting to see um, some of the older shows like uh, the guys on Nick are doing then if there's an audience there surely it can't hurt to uh, allocate that bit of time like you were saying it, it'd be worth just testing the water. Seeing what kind of a response they get, and if it is successful, then, then, <laughs> you know, keep the reruns coming.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, we'll move on. Keep quickly. the reruns coming. Every yeah, reruns coming. Yeah. Um. Let's just. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we. I don't know how far. I don't know how far we're going to get in this show at the moment because obviously the connection is just being really crap. But uh, let's uh, let's move quickly on to another bit. Uh, have you heard about uh, what's been going on uh, with Jeremy Kyle recently? Uh,
1: I did see something posting this morning. Uh, it looked... Um, it almost looked like a joke, but I'm guessing that... It might actually be uh <laughs> it might be a genuine quote but yeah, yeah please do tell
0: okay so basically for those of you who do not know Jeremy Kyle's been this talk show host uh, he's pretty much had these uh, you know degenerates on uh, his show you know, arguing about this you know the paternity of children um, all these other things as well and I believe we've just lost Harry again but I uh, tell you what we'll do um is because this is just gonna keep going on in and out the entire time tell you what Harry um, can you still hear me? Yeah, I can yeah. Still hear you. Have you got your phone on you? Uh,
1: I have,
0: yeah. Tell you what, I'll uh, you know, what I'll do is instead, I'll I'll give you a call on uh, on your phone instead, and we'll do that. We'll keep doing the show from 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 your phone. So it's not going to be great okay. quality, but uh, I think it's probably going to be better than what we've got now at the moment. So all right then. All right, okay. I'll give you a call back in a bit, Harry. Shout you in a bit. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Harry, you okay?
1: Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I'm good. to see
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll see how this yep, goes yes, on. I can and... hear you. Yeah, that's very good. Okay. I will we'll see how the far that we get with this, and uh, you know, if uh, if need be, we'll cut the show short, and uh, we'll uh, try and wait until Skype sorts of themselves sure. out, or, or until we get some kind of other way of uh, talking with each other. Okay, so uh, what's going on with Jeremy Kyle is, is that for those of you who do not know, he's been hosting the Jeremy Kyle show for the last um, couple of years or so, uh, about about ten years now, I think he's been going. And uh, for that, he his style style of format is basically you know paternity tests, uh, lie detector tests, uh, all these other you know ridiculous sh- uh, shows that he does, like you know my girlfriend's an alien or something like that. And uh, so now um, apparently he's become the victim of his own formatting. Which, uh, for those of you who do not know, apparently Carla Germain, who is his wife, uh, who have been together for 13 years, are now sp- splitting academically. Uh, and uh, the polo player has come forward to tell the son that Carla cheated on Jezza uh, with him a, a whole load of times, uh, quote unquote. Uh, speaking to the newspaper, uh, James Carr has claimed that uh, has made the allegation that while Jeremy was away working in the United States, uh, he was actually sleeping with his wife. Wow.
1: Yeah. But then sorry, Jane James Kahn did you say that? Uh, as in J- the guy from Dragon's
0: Den. Uh as, as there's a guy called James Carr. Uh, apparently he's a polo oh, player sorry. so I, I, I
1: thought you said, I thought you said James Kahn as in like the guy no. the guy who used to be on Dragon's Den Wouldn't
0: that be a story? Would
1: be a shocking revelation. I've been in bed with a dragon.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my god! Oh. Uh, I'll tell you what, in, in in the porn industry, that would be so that's so wrong. But uh... <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I was
1: gonna say I've not found that niche. Yet, but
0: uh, yeah, I I could imagine it would be the start of something bizarre. Yeah. Um, So basically, the okay, carrying on with it. So Carla said, called after midnight, asking if he wanted to meet uh, outside for a cigarette. Uh, According to this, so we had a smoking chat, chat, and told Jeremy was in America. Then suddenly, we began kissing without talking. I I took her hand and we went inside her house. So uh, this has been pretty. uh, this, This has been a pretty crazy. Uh, story, pretty much. Is, is he crazy enough for his own show? So, uh, hey, you know, Jeremy Cal could have been a guest on his own show, with all this going on. So, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, people have been saying it for years that uh, you know, one day he's going to get tested of his own medicine, and uh, yeah, this sounds like it. I mean, what what's going to happen if he goes on the show? Who's going to take over and host it?
0: Um, well, is this
1: going to is this going to usher in the next stage of?
0: He's vain enough. He'll host uh, it himself.
1: Talk show madness.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like it's uh, it is crazy. Uh, this uh, this story, and especially the fact, you know, after experiencing this himself, you know, it's like, uh, how is he gonna? I mean, how's he gonna continue doing his own show, given that he's now somewhat become the uh, the victim yeah. of his own, you know, his own show's circumstances. Yeah. So uh, I mean so that story is just uh, is is definitely gonna, we're going to have to hear more about this and see what's going on. So, um, let's move on to something else which has been going on, which is oh, and I believe we just lost Harry. Harry, can you hear me? Yes,
1: yeah, I can hear you again. Okay, Sorry, cool. I, 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 I keep dropping out.
0: Yeah. So uh, so what, what I'm going to do? Uh, I mean, I've actually changed over onto. Uh, onto a backup network. Uh, let me give you a give me give you a Skype call back, and I'll see if uh, that that's any better. Do you want me to try that?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Let's give oh. that a go. Okay, cool. Give me a second. Uh, all right. Harry, can you hear me? Hello. Hello. Are you all right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll try and get through through these next couple of things pretty quickly. I mean, I've have had to switch over to our backup network in order to uh, to keep keep this going. Um, oh, and he drops out again.
1: Yeah, so yeah, yeah I I can't
0: uh, Yeah. I'm really sorry about this everybody. We until Skype get their act together, we're going to have to uh tell you what Harry, I'll just I'll I'll put it I'll put it to one side for the meantime and uh, what I'll do is I'll we'll, I'll give you a call later on and uh, we'll wait until next week if that's all right. I'm really sorry about this.
1: That's all right mate. Can't help these things.
0: No. Nah. Uh, okay we'll then.
1: Plen- we we'll plenty to talk about anyway. So next uh, week. yeah, all right mate. I'll I'll speak to you soon.
0: All right, thank you later Harry. Cheers. Cheers bye bye. Yeah, really sorry about that, everybody. What we'll do is we'll uh, continue on with uh, with what, what we're talking about, and that is uh, Seb Blatter is, uh, for those of you who don't know, he is the president of FIFA. He's actually uh, currently going through criminal proceedings at the moment. Uh, that is made against him by Swiss investigators, but despite that, he's staying on as FIFA, FIFA president. How crazy is that? So, I mean, after everything that's been going on for the last couple of months, you know, this is a guy who has been caught up in all sorts of scandals over the uh, the rewarding of the World Cup to Russia and Qatar, and now, you know, these, uh, uh, these, uh, invest- these scandals that are now going on uh, at the moment... Uh- the Swiss uh, 79, he is suspected of signing a contract which is uh, which was for unfavorable to considered unfavorable to FIFA and uh, making a disloyal payment to uh, UEFA president uh, Michael uh, Blattini. Uh, Blattini, who was already said to be standing down in February 2016, claims he had done nothing illegal or improper. Uh, Platini, uh, 60, has written a letter to UEFA members denying any wrongdoing. Uh, In a statement released uh, through his lawyers, uh, Blatter said that a £1.5 million uh, payment made to Platini, uh, the head of the European football's governing body, in 2011, was valid compensation and nothing more. Um, You know, after everything that we hear about FIFA, you know, it's really hard to not know what to believe. It's like, it just feels like a hugely corrupt organisation that needs serious cleaning up. And it's amazing how powerless um, government officials are able to sit there. I mean, it's like, you would think that, you know, transactions apparently need to be investigated here in this country. We have a fraud, you know, an investigative body in this country, the Serious Fraud Office. And it's now MPs are now having to stand up to say, you know, this is something that they should be investigating. And you would think that, you know, this is something that should be investigated, you know, already. It's like, you know, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. And it's also damaging the sport that's, you know, I love fair to pieces. You know, I'm a Preston North End supporter, and I'm a huge uh, fan of football. But it's things like this going on in, uh, you know, places far away, and... It's just, you know, it really brings the sport into serious distribution you know, and not only just that, but sports in general. I mean, all the stuff that's coming up about cyclists, you know, the whole Mo Farah um, story that went around, you know, uh, a, a, a couple of months ago. You know, is there no sport now that is sacred and is clean? It's insane. You know, it's like everyone now, which is very sad because there are athletes in this country that are uh, working their butts off to not only do something for themselves, but to do it for the glo- you know the uh, admiration of other people. And now when you are looking at a sport event and you're looking at an athlete, someone that really young people should be looking up to, an example of perfection of a sport, they are now looking at the person and thinking, is that person a cheat? It's sad. It really is sad. Um, I was going to talk about some Jeremy Corbyn stuff, and uh, I don't think I've actually um, addressed my feelings towards uh, Jeremy Corbyn. Now, for those of you who do not know, he won the later leadership um, a couple of weeks ago when I was somewhat away. And I've actually stated on Twitter in the past, you know, if he was to be elected leader of the Labour Party, it would show a serious uh, divide in our society where we are now because, well, we have a Conservative Party at the moment that is leading this country and only seems to be representing the interests of uh, rich pensioners, uh, very rich people in our society, um, people who are... I would say, um, hopeless or maybe foolish enough to believe that, uh, you know, they are the party of the working man, uh, those types of people. And I have to say, you know, for the Labour Party right now, really has its work cut out for it because it's being led by someone who is very traditionally left-wing, someone that has they've never seen since Michael Foot, and we all know how well he turned out to be. And now, so the 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 challenge that Labour faces now is a Jeremy Corbyn who is very divisive in his views. You know, in a way, Jeremy Corbyn kind of reminds me of he is the other he is the other version, maybe the left wing version of Nigel Nigel Farage. He is a divisive figure who. You can appreciate on a level where he stands for his opinions and his viewpoints, and he actually seems to be a man of substance. However, that substance is salty enough not to be able to uh, engage with all members of the Labour Party. Uh, Tony Blair turned the the Labour movement in this country into a more cosmopolitan Labour, into a Labour that could not only compete with uh, the the left, the hard left in this country, but could also compete with the Tories and also centrist Liberals on their platforms. And his ability to do that, on top of, you know, a very weak uh, conservative party that, with John Major coming into 97, was able to take advantage of that and sweep to a massive victory. Can you really see Jeremy Corbyn doing that? I don't think you can. And, you know, before I say, you know, I'm going to bury Jeremy Corbyn, at least he is putting Labour on a path of being of able to tell the the majority of people who it is, rather than basically saying, okay, well, we're this one-size-fits-all party that just incorporates everybody and pleases nobody. At least it looks like it's going to actually aim towards something. What that something is, I'm not too sure, but, uh, you know, it looks like it's going to actually put it on a steady track of, you know, maybe some good social policies and... Can apply, apply itself to, you know, once again being an opposition party rather than just being a weak, weaker, kind of not a more watered down version of what we've got now. You know, if, if he really is true to his word of like saying, you know, we're going to oppose austerity, we're going to give uh, an alternative viewpoint rather than a weaker viewpoint to the government of the day. If he's able to achieve that and put Labour on that path. I think it has a potentially not the potential to go somewhere in twenty twenty, but the potential to go somewhere in twenty twenty five. Again, I don't see Jeremy Corbyn being prime minister of this country. It'd be very surprising if he does, but with people like Jeremy Corbyn, they are sometimes, and I don't mean all the time. I mean sometimes, can be people who help gain give organizations their direction again, give political organiza- give political movements their direction again. Because for the last couple of years, I would say Labour has kind of lost its way and f- forgotten who it was, and maybe Jeremy Corbyn may be the person who is who may who may be the person who puts Labour back on course to being who it is. Because you know, if you ask me, if you ask um, Labour supporters now, what is the Labour Party? What does it stand for? The likelihood is, po- you know, pre Jeremy Corbyn. That you probably get asked five different people and get five different answers. Or dare I say, get ten different people and ten different answers. There has been no consistency in Labour, uh, what the Labour Party stands for. And maybe Jeremy Corbyn will be the person who gives that focus again. Rather than just saying, you know, one day we'll feel a bit, bit like being a bit like the Tories one day, and then one day we'll feel like being ourselves the other. Time will tell. Um, there was some stuff about, um, some rising that went on in, in London, but to be honest with you, I would really like to get Harry involved in this, because obviously he has so, quite strong viewpoints on things like this, so, what we might do is, you know, again, I apologise for the way the show's gone tonight, because obviously we've had so many so many problems, but, um, we're going to end the show there, um, for the meantime, hopefully we'll get to catch up back on it on next week, but, uh, Obviously, there's been so many problems that we've had with uh, Skype as of yet. And for those of you who do not know, Skype's been actually been down for a couple of days. So it's been uh, it's been a topsy-turvy uh, couple of weeks and things like that. So uh, anyway, you've been listening to The Arameta Show. Uh, I do appreciate you for, uh, for listening for these last 40 minutes or so. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to uh, give you a better show next week. So uh, anyway, take care of everybody. Hope things are going to go great for you this week. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening to us on a Monday. A Monday. And I'll catch you very soon. Thank you very much. Goodbye for now.